Support for Market Foolery comes from Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, work with one that has your best interests in mind. Use Rocket Mortgage for a transparent, trustworthy home loan process that's completely online at quickenloans.com/fool. It's Thursday, February 23rd. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio today for Million Dollar Portfolio, Matt Argusinger. Thanks for being here. Hey, good to be here. It's not really Thursday. We're taping this early. Oh, you're you're gonna tell them. You're gonna tell them that. Uh, you know, you, that's fine. You can't fool the dozens. You just can't fool them. Um, so we're taping this early because uh, we have a Motley Fool event out in Arizona, and so wh- when this episode drops, I'm going to be in. I, I, hopefully, it's sunny Arizona. I imagine so. It's got to be warmer than oh. here. Oh yeah. Um, but I wanted so I thought it would be a good time to talk about something that we don't talk about all that often uh, because when when I think about Arizona, which I visited a few times over the last ten years or so, and this is something you and I have talked about. Um, when I think when I put my business hat on and I think about Arizona, I immediately think of solar energy. The times that I've been out there, particularly over the past few years, where I just see more and more. Solar City vans and installations and and that sort of thing. And you follow this industry more closely than anyone I know. And so I wanted to get a sense from you of sort of where are we now with solar in energy and the solar industry and how as investors can we benefit off of this. But in terms of in terms of the industry itself, I mean the growth the growth has been pretty phenomenal. Astronomical. Um, yeah, lots of sun out in Arizona, so <laughs> makes sense. I mean, first before we talk about bigger picture stuff, just uh, Arizona has, and this is according to the Solar Energy Industries Association, they have 375 independent solar companies working out in Arizona. About 7,000 people are employed in the business. Uh, they do 2,400 roughly megawatts of solar energy production in Arizona. That's both residential and utility-wise. Um, that's actually the second biggest in the country. Wow. Next to California, which has about 15 times that, but you know that's California. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger in California. Uh, and you know, in the next, I guess, over the next five years, Arizona is going to install about 3,400 megawatts. Megawatts. That's about two times what they've actually installed over the last five years. So there you go. There's a small example of how solar power is uh, growing in just one state, but but across the country, uh, this is it's becoming such a, an important industry. I mean, if you look at the Department of Energy, solar employment there grew 25 percent last year. And in fact, there are now, if you look at just power generation, there are more solar workers involved in power generation in the U.S. than coal, oil, and gas combined. So, wait a minute, wait a minute, yep. wait a minute. Say that again? That's right. So, there are more solar workers in power generation than there are in oil, gas, and coal workers. That doesn't seem like it's possible. It, 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 it is. This is the Department <laughs> of Energy. I mean, it could, be, it could be fake news. I don't know. But... And I know we're not, we don't really get political here, but I mean, I'm just, if that is true, and I, th- I believe it is true, then uh, a message to the politicians and maybe the new administration that maybe, maybe coal workers aren't the, the guys you should be going after. Maybe solar workers are the ones whose vote you should be trying to win. Um, I don't know. So, one of the things that I know because I follow you on Twitter and you'll tweet out these stats every now and then is just the cost of solar power. Because for much of my lifetime, Solar energy and solar energy has been a promise that it was largely undelivered upon, and the cost of solar power was uh, largely prohibitive for oh, a yeah. lot of people. Oh, yeah. And looking at the graphs that you tweet out every now and then of just how the cost has come down, 
so dramatically over the last five years, and it, it really does seem like at some point in the last couple of years a tipping point mm-hmm. was reached. And is I mean, is it now if you are regardless of where you live in the United States, and we can get into regionality in a moment, but regardless of where you live, if you're thinking, I'm looking to buy a house, and I'm looking to buy a house that I plan on spending 30 years in, or at least 20 years, sure. from just a basic month-to-month cost savings standpoint, should you be looking at solar? I, I think so. In the vast majority of states now, you're going to, be, you're going to save money, probably by going to solar. Because there's just so many ways to do it now, whether you buy the panels or you lease the panels, or you know, and and so uh, we are at a tipping point. I mean, you, like you mentioned the chart. If you look at the chart of kilowatt per hour costs for solar, it is it's it's like a cliff over the last five years, and it's just going down. And and I know Bloom, we we talked about a Bloomberg report about an hour or about a month ago, uh, showing that uh, within the decade, solar power is probably going to be the cheapest resource. I certainly think we're on the way. Uh, and what's remarkable too, if you just look at the the power grid of the country still, even today, less than one percent of uh, energy electricity generation comes from solar. That compares to thirty-three percent in coal. And I absolutely believe that within fifteen years, maybe even faster, that those two numbers flip. That we're talking about thirty-three percent solar capacity and less than one percent coal. Is that residential only, or is that does that include businesses? That, as well? That's the entire all electricity okay. generation across the country. Because it, it, yeah, I could see that changing pretty dramatically when you when you consider the businesses that are involved, where you have Absolutely. a lot of business. So, in terms of, you know, let's 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 get a little greedy here. In terms of investors, <laughs> where 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 is the opportunity? Because Solar City was one of the biggest names, if not the biggest names it in the, the by U.S. By far the biggest, and we had the. The acquisition, the merger, the self-acquisition, whatever you want to call it, where Tesla, where Elon Musk said, "Well, we're going to take on Solar City, and now it is it is all part of Tesla." It's it's really hard. I mean, we we can talk about Tesla, and we we'll get to that in a second. But I just think investing directly in solar, like if you say, "I want to where can I invest in solar? I just want to bet on solar," it's it's not it's not very clear cut. You don't want to really invest in the panel makers. That's not a good business. That's a business with perpetually declining margins, commoditization, all the things we don't like as investors. Where I think you can look at, I mean, you can look at utility companies that I think have embraced solar power because they can do it at scale. They can do it very effectively. And uh, even a company we we love here at the Fool, Berkshire Hathaway, has one of the largest solar footprints in the country, and Buffett's investing billions uh, in that. Uh, and they have about 1,100 megawatts of capacity roughly uh, across uh, Berkshire Energy. So. I would say on the utility side you can play it because as you mentioned with businesses I mean you have you have corporations from Apple, Facebook, Google major companies who are saying you know what either we're going to build our own solar farms or we're going to demand that the electricity we're we're, we're uh, consuming comes from renewable sources like solar. Uh, and so I think from the utility side there's probably some gains to be made if as long as you're investing in a utility that's really embracing solar power. Uh, let's move off of solar for just a second. Um, and go to another company in Arizona because um, I was just sort of looking at okay because like I said I, I thought immediately of solar but I know that the, you know it's a big state there are other companies there um, and one that I've I've heard a lot about but um, haven't had any direct experience with uh, Sprouts which yeah. is a name that comes up from time to time organic grocer it's I guess the footprint is really more sort of Southwest and West Coast that's right that's right. 
It's a it, yeah. It's Sprouts Farmers Market. I mean, it's it's essentially you could call it the Whole Foods of the Southwest in, in a way. It's got it actually has about. I was surprised to read this. It has about 250 stores, so it's only it's behind Whole Foods by about 200 stores. And um, if you look at some of the, this is not a company I know well, but just looking at the some of the basic financials, the the margins are just around the same as Whole Foods. The like Whole Foods, the growth is sort of stagnated there. So I think that's an evidence of the the competitive market we've seen in in organic groceries. So. At the same time, you know the the market cap size for this company is about a third the size of Whole Foods, but it's it's you know it's it's about half the size with the same kind of financial metrics. So, right. you know, if you if you want to invest in organic grocer and maybe whether or not that's a good place to put money in right now, you might actually do better investing in Sprouts than you do Whole Foods if you think they also have sort of a big an opportunity to grow. And maybe that's not true. I don't know. It's you know when I think about the the all of the companies involved in organic food and it's so many more now uh, than even just you know f- ten years ago when you consider the, the major retailers like Target and Walmart and that sort of thing you know offering organics of one kind or another they're not the pure play that a Whole Foods or a Sprouts is but it's it's really pretty dramatic and it and it sort of has me scratching my head saying thinking in terms of like yeah I have no idea where this is going. Like I like I as opposed to solar, where the trend that we've seen in terms of the price, in terms of the adoption, it's that undeniable. That, that is a yeah that that seems like it's almost a hundred percent inevitable. Whereas I look at the organic food market and I just sort of throw up my hands as an investor and say I'm not really sure where this is going. Not that it's in any sort of danger, but in terms of like. Growth or or really sort of market beating stocks. I'm not really sure where to look. Yeah, I think what happened. To, what happened is the the differentiation has gone away. So in other words, we Whole Foods just used to stand out so much. I mean, it was almost. Um, I remember we had fools here many years ago. Said it was just a it was a treat to go to Whole Foods. You know, it was just oh, I, you know, I I usually shop elsewhere, but when I go to Whole Foods, I, I enjoy the experience. I want to go there, and I, I just feel that that whatever premium Whole Foods or maybe Sprouts could have charged. Back in the day, they're they're just not able to differentiate themselves as well, and so they're they've lost the the cross consumer, uh, so to speak. And so there's there's value to be had. I think they can double down on some of their their higher net worth customers who are willing to pay for that that premium experience. But it's it's certainly not as compelling as it was, or as we thought it was, uh, just a few years ago. I know this isn't going to happen anytime soon unless we make a trip to Seattle, but I am really curious to see. How Amazon does with their grocery store? I know. Yeah, there you go. I a major disruptive force right there. I, it really could be, but it's. But again, it's it's just sort of a. Yeah, I'm I'm just very curious to see how it plays out. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's just it's a it's. If you think about how we structure our lives and we continue to structure our lives as we go forward, it's more about people are playing paying a tremendous amount of time or sorry, placing a tremendous amount of value on their time, and I think that's what's hurting. Maybe Whole Foods, even to a certain extent, but we know it's hurting the retail businesses as well. And so, Amazon—they've got—they've got something there. No, you're absolutely right, and that's why—that's <laughs> part of why I eat at the Panera across the street so frequently. Or I shouldn't say I eat there because I don't eat there. It's just so convenient. I ate there today because I could—I could order it online. I pick it up in ten minutes. Exactly, and it's just I—I I order it, and a few minutes later, I walk out the door. It's waiting. I grab it. I come right back, and it's just don't have to talk to anyone. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't have to take out my wallet. I don't even take my wallet when I walk over there. But but, <laughs> it's, but it's not even that. It's more just sort of the I, I this you know if you have a busy day and it's just sort of like well I 
Yeah. And there and I'll just not a knock on Panera because I eat there frequently, but there are days when I kind of don't want to. I kind of wish there was some other alternative, <laughs> but the convenience outweighs it fits your schedule. The desire. It fits your schedule, right? All right, before we keep going, got to say thanks to Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans for sponsoring this episode. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust and has your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial information to get a mortgage approved in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. You can't do that with paperwork, not without like an eraser and that kind of thing, or a bunch of whiteout. <laughs> so, if you're looking to buy a home, and you're thinking you know, 30 years, and you're thinking solar panels, or leasing, or all that sort of thing, or you're looking to refinance your mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. So, skip the bank, skip the waiting. That's why I go to Panera Bread so often. I just want to skip the waiting. <laughs> go completely online at quickenloans.com slash fool, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. So, we talked solar. We talked sprouts. This time of year, one other thing that Arizona is known for, certainly in the greater Phoenix area, is spring training. Oh, yeah. I can't believe, because we just had the Super Bowl, but spring training is just literally just around the corner, and the Cactus League is happening. I know that our man behind the glass, Dan Boyd, who's going to be out in Arizona with me, uh, he's, he's already got his tickets. He's, oh, no way. Yeah, he got a Cactus. He's, he's going to see uh, Arizona. Dan, who are you seeing? It's Arizona against who? The Arizona Diamondbacks against the Colorado Rockies. Have you bought gear? I just learned that there's spring t- from Dan. Team sells spring training gear, not just like regular branded. Oh, I'm going to get my team jersey. There's spring training gear oh. too. Do, are you? Are, have you bought some spring training gear? Not yet. No. But you're planning on it. I might. The spring training Diamondbacks hat has a snake face on it, and I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. That is pretty that cool, is cool, actually. Um, how are you feeling about our Red Sox? You know, I I, I almost feel greedy asking this <laughs> asking this question since we, we just you know the Patriots. I know. I mean, we, this is this is an embarrassment of riches when it comes to yeah. being a Boston or New England sports fan. Uh, so no, you know, I, I I'm, I'm excited about the Red Sox. Red Sox. I know Chris Sale's there, and he's going to be upgrading that pitching, that staff. Uh, so and and pitching is kind of what they need. Um, but I, you know, I'm jealous. I've never actually, I've never been to spring training. I've, I've always thought of, about going down the coast to Fort Myers and checking things out. But uh, yeah, I haven't. It hasn't I've never been, been either, either, and I'm not even a huge. I'm not nearly the baseball fan that Dan Boyd is. But I will say that I, I have been to some minor league baseball games. I've been to like a single A game here or a double A game there, and those are really enjoyable. Partly because it's you know ten bucks for a ticket. I mean, it's not yeah. expensive to go. You're really close to the field. All that sort of thing. And that's what spring training seems like to me. It seems like it's a minor league baseball game, and yet you get to see the stars, though you get to see the pros, the best players. Yeah. Um, also, the Sox seem like they have a fun team this year. I mean, they did last year too. Even without Big Poppy, it seems like they just—they're just. They're just yeah, a, a, you know, I, I this this we're going way off on tangent here, but yeah. I, I've heard rumors that you know, Big Poppy might make like a. I don't know, like a July appearance. No, I mean, he might come back. I mean, he just you know he really? stay off his feet for a few months, get healthier, come back in for the stretch run. I don't know. It's a, a Red Sox fan can dream. No, you, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I love Big Poppy. The only Red Sox shirt I, I've ever bought is is a David Ortiz shirt, uh, and yet 
I, to bring it back to business for a second, that seems a little bit like the first time Howard Schultz walked away from Starbucks, and then he couldn't stop from meddling. And it's like, and I, like David Ortiz, he's retired. He's go enjoy your retirement, Big Pop. You're right. You're right. Go relax. Come back. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Chris. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about in The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Forward. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday.